following podcast is a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. And welcome to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. And we are here with a very special guest, Mr. Dan White from Evergreen Washelli. Um, he's the Northwest Territory Manager for Abbey View Memorial Park. Um, Dan, welcome to the program today. Thanks, Suzanne. It's you always know, a pleasure. Dan, one of the uh, topics that I'm really excited to talk to you about today is something that we I work with families all the time, and it's like, how do you have that conversation with mom and dad about their final wishes? Um, it's kind of a touchy subject. Nobody wants to talk about death, and obviously, um, you probably run into that a lot, don't you? Yes, in fact, uh, I do. As we meet with families, I... Uh, it's pretty interesting that a lot of people, as long as they may have been married together or been with another partner or live with their parents, uh, they don't really get down to this type of a talk because we all have a fear of dying. Mm -hmm. And we know it's out there. We have to pay income taxes and we will die eventually. <laughs> yeah, but we don't like to talk about it because right. sometimes people get the feeling that if they talk about death, then they're going to die. Well, well, and I, it's just an unpleasant topic. And yeah. most certainly, I know that there's so many families out there that, <clears throat> you know, it's it's kind of too late to know what your parents' wishes are when they get to a certain point. When we look at, you know, close to right now, the statistics are a third of all deaths of seniors are related to dementia and Alzheimer's. And so looking at, you know, having that conversation with your parent earlier in that you know, in that time when they still have their faculties to ask them, that's really honoring them, isn't it? It's it's making sure that you're honoring their wishes. Yes, it is, Suzanne. In fact, uh, you bring up a really good point because uh, you can talk with people and uh, they may begin to discuss it. But as you say, as we're living longer, more and more of us are being faced with dementia and Alzheimer's. And uh, I personally have experienced that with uh, my mother-in-law. And mm -hmm. so I've been through that. And the short-term memory goes. Right. It, uh, the long-term was easy and remembering things that happened 40 years ago. And so those kinds of things were there. So it is important to find out really what your parents want or what your spouse wants. Mm -hmm. I can only tell you I've sat down with uh, spouses before and they've ne they don't even know if the other spouse wants cremation or wants burial. They don't know. They don't know if they choose cremation, if they want to be scattered, or if they want home retention, or if they want to be placed uh, in a permanent placement at a cemetery. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So these things are, are good to talk about and to get out so that, as you said earlier, that we can honor each other's wishes. Well, and I think, too, just overall for families, it's such a peace of mind for your loved ones. If you're the elder, <clears throat> you know, you're the you, – you've got – grown children, and you might be in your late 50s or early 60s, you know, it's time to start having those conversations with your children. I'm sure, you know, as soon as they're 18, because you never know when you're going to pass away. You never know what those times are. And so it's good to have those dialogues of this is what I want. And, and, um, and then also the whole point is take the moment and pre-plan, um, you know, Make sure that you take care of those things financially 
you know, while you're still alive so that you don't have that financial burden on your children as well. And that's a big piece of it, too. Yeah, that is a very much a big piece of it because we have people and people that I meet with. That's one of the major reasons why they do choose to preplan once they get a little bit up in age is mm-hmm. because they don't want their children to have to worry about it or to go through what they perhaps themselves have gone through with the loss of a loved one. And so it's very important to do that. But even more importantly, there are still a lot of seniors out there that have been, should I say, lucky enough not to have ever experienced having to make arrangements uh, for a loved one. And so they don't know. So when somebody makes arrangements, that's a good question. What happens? What what happens when when you're making arrangements or what kind of things should people talk about? Well, they should talk about what they want if they want cremation or if they want a full casketed burial, Mm -hmm. if they want a viewing, Mm -hmm. if they want uh, to have a service. Mm -hmm. And that service can be at a church. It can be at another location. It can be at the graveside. Uh, So you have all kinds of options that you can do. It could probably be in your church. It can be in your church. It can be, um, you know, it could be a memorial service and not necessarily a casket. Correct. Um, It could be out on a boat. It could be up on a mountain. It could be be anywhere. Yeah. And and that's true. But the important thing is to have it. Right. And, uh, you know, for those uh, survivors and those that are living, that's the important thing. Well, and I'm sure, you know, I remember my father used Mm -hmm. to say, I don't want anything. Just put me in the cheapest, you know, thing that's possible. Um, You know, cremate me. I don't care what you do with my ashes. I don't, you know, I want to. And the point is, is that your service isn't for you. It's for your loved ones. It's for the people so that they can have closure. So if you're making your own arrangements, one of the things that I know, and and Dan, you know, you guys do such an amazing job with the, the, you know, the programs that you put together. But it's important for you to allow and give your loved ones that gift of closure. And that is your service. It's the ability for them to remember um, those that have passed before. And, you know, understanding that your loved ones are going to have a grief process. And so to be able to prepare your loved ones to know that they don't have to go through the, the hardship of having to make those arrangements upon your death and not really understanding what it is that you want, I think is so valuable. It's extremely valuable. Uh, I meet with uh, families all the time and, and the difference between those who have planned, uh, and those who have not is a, a world of difference between the two uh, because, like you say, everybody does grieve. So those that are preplanned, it's just merely a review of the plans that were made. Right. And very simple just to go over that allows the family to be able to support each other. But if throwing into the mix all of those decisions that have to be made – uh, it makes it very difficult. And then you also face the, the potential of emotionally overspending just oh, because yeah. you're not sure 
you want to make sure or that you, you believe do right that you're by doing your loved right one. by your loved ones. Exactly, yeah. Suzanne. So we exactly. are talking to Mr. Dan White. He is the Northwest Territory Manager for Evergreen Washelli at Abbey View. And Dan, <clears throat> before we further go on, tell us a little bit about Abbey View because it's such a unique location. It is a, a unique location. It's actually located in Briar, Washington, which is just a little. I refer to it as a as a uh, neighborhood community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, it is a city. We have four policemen. Last time I checked, but, <laughs> that's great. But it's surrounded by uh, Linwood and by Mount Lake Terrace, uh, Lake Forest Park, Kenmore, and Bothell. That's wonderful, so. and it's such a. I've been there one time, and. The drive there, everyone, is beautiful, even yeah. going through a neighborhood. It's not like you're going through a big, you know, bustling uh, highway or city. You know, you're going through these beautifully manicure, manicured, um, well-kept lawns and neighborhoods as you're winding down to the, yeah. to the cemetery. It's a really nice drive. It so, is. Well, yes. thank you for that. So when should you have the conversation with your, um, you know, with your loved ones or, you know, about your own wishes or as well as talking to your parents. I'm sure that there's, Dan, there's a difference. Yeah, there is. And uh, what I would say, as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. You know, people, that's probably the biggest thing about pre-planning. Statistically, 80% of people believe in it, but only about 30 to 35% of people take action and actually do it. And that's the biggest part is to take action and to be able to write those down or meet with a funeral or a cremation provider and go ahead and plan. So I would say the sooner the better. Mm -hmm. I have families, believe it or not, that I have a gentleman who's 35 years old who has already made his plans. Wow, that's wonderful. that we would consider very young. I've actually had another gentleman who was 25 who actually bought some cemetery plots because he is planning for himself, but he also was buying for his parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there, the, that's probably the key thing is to do it as soon as you can. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and ask. Don't but be what afraid. are the considerations? I mean, what kind of things should you think about when you tell somebody, this is what I want? What are the certain things that you should cover in that conversation? Really, uh, a lot of your beliefs. You can cover things like, what would I want to be wearing if I was going to be mm-hmm. placed in a casket mm-hmm. or prior to cremation. Good point. Do I want to have a private viewing with family members only or am I okay with having an open casket viewing for public and friends to come and see? Mm-hmm. Uh, is, do, do I have concerns about embalming if that needs to actually be done? And that actually only has to be done by state regulations by the Department of Health here in the state of Washington when there will be a public viewing. Got it. So if you're having a closed casket at a service, the embalming may not be required. That's that's good to know. So, that's very good to know. Yeah. So above and, that, a list of who to contact mm-hmm. is good. What you want your service or your life celebration to look like. What kind of music would you like to have playing? What kind of personal mementos would you like to have? What mm-hmm. can you show for your hobbies or things that you do? Mm-hmm. So. And I think, just thought, is what do you, if you were to memorialize me today, what would mm-hmm. you bring up about me? I think, I think to involve your family to say, you know, what's most important to you in, 
in a service about me and discuss it up front to say, you know, I like that or I don't like that. I don't want to be uh, remembered for, you know, the fact that I worked in, in a factory for, you know, 20 years. You know, maybe right. that's something that your right. child might remember about you in your, your childhood, mm-hmm. but maybe there's been some changes in your life. And, and really to understand really who you are is, is I think, a, it's a collaboration. It is a collaboration, and that's really good points that you bring up because it you do change over life, and especially children for parents haven't been with them the entire time. So, Dan, how do we reach you? You can reach me at uh, Abbey View Memorial Park by calling 425-483-0555 or dwhite at washelly.com. Dan White, it's always a pleasure having you in the program. Thanks so much. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelly. For more information about Evergreen Washelly, their website is washelly.com. That's W-A-S-H-E-L-L-I.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.